girl, you've got questions. Questions about your body and how to feel good in it, about your hormones and how to keep them in check. Questions about your sex life and your whole health. Can you imagine having a best girlfriend who was also a triple board certified OBGYN? A girlfriend doctor you could call and ask or tell her anything. Someone who could show you how to live any stage of life before, during, or after menopause in a big, bold, and beautiful way. Well, friends, I'm your girlfriend doctor. I believe you were meant to flourish and shine, to embrace life and awaken to all its possibilities. Let's get there together. Welcome to our show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Girlfriend Doctor Show. You know, I talk a lot about stress, right? Pandemic stress, post-traumatic stress. And what about post-traumatic growth? Where do we take stress and how do we convert that into resilience? How do we convert that into opportunity, into change, into the betterment of ourselves and those around us? Easier said than done. I know it. I've lived through it and I've had the challenges. If you guys have been listening to me for a while and have read my first book, The Hormone Fix, you read my personal story. And so, you know, I talk a lot about trauma and stress and grief and not just the big tragedies in our life that cause us loss and disconnect, but the everyday stress, the 10 o'clock news kind of stress the war in Ukraine, the pandemic stress. I mean, this is everyday stress that we're being exposed to at some level or another, and there's ways to deal with it. But do you really understand what's happening to your body? You know, I've talked about cortisol and oxytocin and the connection to the disconnection of those two hormones and how that creates a disconnected life and function. So I wanted to really dig into this with a dear friend and colleague. Her name is Misty Williams. And Misty is a 15-year entrepreneur. She's a marketing strategist, but she spent years struggling to reclaim her own health and vitality after a botched surgery to remove an endometrial cyst. It was followed by debilitating brain fog, extreme fatigue, and tanked hormones, and unexplained weight gain of 45 pounds in four months. Also, hypothyroidism and thyroid nodules and premature ovarian failure. After her doctors told her they didn't have answers outside of drugs and surgery, Misty embarked on the arduous path of finding answers to reclaim her energy, brain power, and her figure. She founded HealingRosie.com and did this to provide women with the resources and community to successfully confront the unexpected chronic health issues that are often experienced by high-performing women as we age. So I want to invite you to join me in welcoming Misty Williams to the Girlfriend Doctor Show. Yay. I'm so happy to be here with you today. I'm grateful to have you here. I'm grateful to have you here. And especially it's a perfect timing to talk about stress, stress in our body. Before we started recording, you guys, we were talking about some challenges and situation that I was faced with and dealing with. And Misty was giving me some really good sage advice. So I was like, well, let's get the recorder going and let's dig into it because you've got this huge summit coming up, Misty. And talk about that because that is one thing I definitely want to share with my audience among, among some other things. Yeah, well, we do. We have an event coming up called Radical Healing Detox Your Stress and Stressors. At the end of May 2020, we are going seven days. We have lots of great talks 
planned to really kind of unpack this whole detoxification thing and the relationship of stress and inflammation to toxicity. I have diagnoses right in my own journey. I've got the hypothyroid and the premature ovarian failure and endometriosis and all the diagnoses. And I spent a lot of energy trying to understand what each one of those things are and how do I manage them? What I keep coming back to in my own journey, is I make these big, big discoveries, especially because I talk to so many brilliant people in our space to connect my own dots. Everything that has happened to me comes back to stress and toxicity. And all of my diagnoses and the way that my body has expressed the stress, right, is what's made me sick, but like I'm really committed to being well. I wanna be healthy and vibrant and strong. I feel like I have a big contribution to make in the world and pursuing my diagnoses actually hasn't really helped me very much. It's pursuing unraveling the stress in my life and also pursuing detoxification. Those two things have been gigantic needle movers for me. And over the last year, I actually, so I lost the 45 pounds, as you said in your opener, but about three years ago, I gained about 15 pounds and I could not lose it. And I'm like, I've done all the things you guys, I have the checklist of all the things and what's really happening in my body. And I found out about a year ago that I actually had mold toxicity and I was not, I'm not the poster child for mold, meaning I don't have all of the symptoms that they say that you have when you have mold toxicity, right? I'm not presenting with multiple chemical sensitivity alongside it. And just like all the things. Well, we don't really talk much about mold sensitivity here, but it's definitely important. So we're talking about blurry vision, foggy mm -hmm. brain, forgetfulness, undescript, symptoms that don't yeah. seem to go away, aches and pains, digestive abnormalities, weight yes. gain without doing anything different. All of um, that. Yep. Recurrent yeast infections. These are things that can be part of it and all, but all or some or none. Yeah. You know, here's what I started seeing. First of all, I was really surprised. Dr. Gabrielle Lyon is the one that told me I should get tested for mold. And when she said it, I'm like, well, I don't have any of the other, I do have a little bit of my brain not being quite as sharp, right? And it comes and goes, but I do have that, but you know, all the other stuff I don't seem to have. And she's the one that kind of planted the seed and it took me six months. And I kind of feel like I should have just, I mean, she, it's Dr. Gabrielle. I mean, she is really one of the brilliant, brilliant doctors in our space who's, and she's really great with weight loss too, you know, but I found not only that did I have mold, but I had some women in our community that are watching me go through it going, maybe I should get tested too. They're getting tested and they're all positive for mold. And then I start hearing other experts in our space, like Evan Brand saying, almost all of my patients that are tested are positive for this. And I'm just like, gosh, we're not talking enough about the deeper stressors and we don't have enough stories. Like we have the really debilitating people who were like not functioning, right? That are really falling apart stories. I was totally functioning. I have rockstar yeah. sleep, you know, I have like a lot of great things, but I'm still dealing with this. And thank God I've been treating the mold now for six or eight months. I have like four pounds left to lose, you know, it's revolutionary. And I've- How did you test, Misty? What did um, test I did, did you do? the mycotoxin test from Great Plains. Um, okay. I had, I had already been doing the true cellular detox. I was on phase two of, of TCD. So that means I was provoked. From Quicksilver? No, true cellular detox is, um, um, Peter, uh, is no, revelation Peter. health. Revelation health. Yes. Okay. So, so I was provoked. If you're doing a mold test fresh, meaning you haven't done anything to like stir these toxins up in your body, you'll need to make sure you do provocation alongside it. You really need to work with a good practitioner when it comes to these kinds of things. And I would ask, this is really, really important because I've had women who I suspect their symptoms are mirroring mine very closely. So I'm like, talk to your doctor, just because it's a functional medicine doctor 
does not mean that they know how to properly test for toxicity and then what to do about it. You really have to interview these doctors and ask them. Uh, there's a really excellent book called Toxic by Neil Nathan, Dr. Neil Nathan, that helped me understand a lot of what was happening. And he really, like he wrote this book for clinicians. So I found it really valuable to understand what the healing process looks like. Cause I'm like gauging it against what I'm doing with my practitioner. And she's, she's really taken me down a great path. Right. But I don't phone it in anymore. I used to just, Oh, well, I'm going to find the doctor that's going to fix everything for me. And that just hasn't been my experience. I have had the same primary care practitioner since 2013, but I feel like I take the lead more than she does with like, what do I care about? What are my standards right. for my health yeah. and my life? And I'm presenting those. And like I went to her last year and said, we have to test and go deeper. So anyway, you know, I found out in 2018 doing my very first event called Fix for Female Hormones that I had mercury poisoning because the fillings were improperly drilled for my teeth. But I didn't know that at the time. They were drilled out in 2013, I believe. And I had that mysterious 45 pound weight gain and I did lose the weight back then doing hormone therapy and then just dieting. But I didn't know that I had mercury toxicity, right? And so then I started doing a lot more to actually detox the mercury. So I just see this pattern. Well, and there's that triad of hypothyroidism, mercury toxicity, and mold. Yeah. Not a great combination, people. It's a triad and they run hand in hand. And so it's often very true, the underlying mercury, you know, triggering yeast, the hypothyroid dysfunction, the elevated cholesterol, all of that they go hand in hand. So those four things I often see together in mold patients, it's really challenging to treat. And of course, add in some healthy stress, igniting cortisol, igniting glucose, and it's pouring gasoline on the fire. So let's talk about your treatment regimen. We just had Bridget Danner on and she was talking about mold. We did do a little discussion on mold too with her and her program. And it is just one of those things that getting to the root of it it's challenging. And so what have you been doing to combat it in your life? Because again, the protocols are very individualized. Yeah. So when I found out that I had it, I was already doing the true cellular detox protocol, which is it's good for metals, especially and it's good for chemicals too. It's not a mold detox protocol, right? I was already doing that protocol. And so then we added in, I tested positive for like, there's six different categories of mold spores and I'm like positive for everything. So I added in binders. So I'm taking activated charcoal, I'm taking calcium bentonite clay, and I'm taking a glass grown chlorella every evening. And then I'm doing other things. I'm, I'm doing the sauna, adding glutathione when I sit in the sauna. I'm taking NAC three times a day. And I'm doing a lot of de-stressor things, you know, things to really work. A big piece of this for me is I'm an achiever, yes, right? Yeah, I'm, high achiever. I go, 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 right? So I'm really getting the message from the universe that, that I have to work on my parasympathetic tone and really strengthen my parasympathetic nervous system. So it's not enough to just be able to fall asleep and go to sleep at night. When you think of parasympathetic, that's typically where our mind goes. And we can sleep if we have good. The parasympathetic tone is your body able to move out of that sympathetic fight or flight go, go, go on, like the absolute on, which I'm very good at. So we move out of that and we are able to spend time, even when we're awake in the the sympathetic rest, repair, restore part of our nervous system. And the only way that we can really cultivate that is through intentional exercises like maybe gratitude journaling, breathing, 
HeartMath is really great. If you've ever heard about HeartMath, it's a great modality for getting in coherence. Oh, it's one of the things. I love that. You know, I would say that we watch as obstetricians, we watch a baby's heart rate variability throughout, you know, their labor delivery, throughout their, you know, in utero experience. And then the baby comes out and we're just like, oh, well, forget it. But we know that if there's a lot of variability, that's a good, healthy, strong, resilient baby. That baby's going to do well. But when there's not, when there's lack of variability, that's a very stressed out and very sick baby. And we got to do everything we can to get that baby out. But that's the same true with our type A teenagers. You know, decreased Mm -hmm. heart rate variability, the high performing, high stress. We don't know how to get into parasympathetic tone. If you can hear my voice, everyone, I'm just through book launch. This is the post book launch flu, like cortisol, you know, cortisol, your natural (laughs) anti-inflammatory, you know, steroid cortisol, all of a sudden it's like, okay, I don't have to be pedal to the metal because, you know, got through the acute phase. So now it's like, oh, here, let me bring all that junk up. That's the mm-hmm. post yeah. book launch yeah. flu we're calling it right now. And I've lost my voice. Yeah, post book launch flu. Yeah. Speaking and speaking yeah. and speaking. So good. Yeah. Well, heart math is great. And then of course, and just breathing. I did a couple of great interviews. I brought in Josh Trent, who is just a wealth of knowledge about breath work and breathing and the power of the breath. And Ari Whitten did a great interview with me on breathing and breath work. And I think it's, we want things to be really easy. So we want the supplements and the pills, right? We're not so great about the really easy practices that don't take much time. I mean, you could have a breathwork practice that's five minutes a day. I mean, we're talking like not much time at all. And it would really support your body in strengthening that parasympathetic tone and helping your body to move into a more relaxed state. Ultimately, if my body we're not under so much stress. My resilience would have helped me move through these exposures, right? And there may have been a blip on the map and certainly other people get exposed to stuff and they don't experience the breakdowns that I've experienced. So I've really connected the dots in my own journey on not only doing the detoxification things, like here's the protocol I need to follow, but there's a lifestyle here that I need to really embrace so that my body is more resilient and my parasympathetic tone is stronger and I'm able to rebound from the things that are happening to me instead of my body just buckling under the pressure. And I see this so much in our community. This is why I wanted to do an event about it because as women, our bodies are more sensitive to our environments than our male counterparts, right? We are the perpetuators of the species. So we feel this stuff so much more than men. And we need to understand not only that these things can happen to us, but we need a better awareness of what to do and what are the practices and what are the protocols. And I can tell you, I don't have your brilliant background and training, Dr. Anna. You know, I'm a a marketer entrepreneur background and I've learned... I've learned a lot of things through my own journey so that I can advocate for myself. And I will tell you that while I will never have a grasp of the science that someone with your credentials would have, I absolutely have a sense of being responsible for this vessel and this body. And what do I need to do to take better care of myself and advocate to get the care that I need? And this is really what I want for people. That's powerful. I want people to have, That's yes, so like let's demystify everything that, you know, you think, and I, and I hear it in our community because women are, I just want someone to fix me. Someone will come in and just say, tell me the doctor that I hire. I just want them to fix me. And I just don't see people getting well that way. It's not that you can't work with great practitioners. Right. And a great practitioner will give you your power back. 
That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So what does that mean? And what does it look like to be empowered in this journey? And there is a level of education that we all need to have. And we need to know how to navigate like the health insurance side and piece of this and, you know, working with our doctor and having expectations. Like if I watch someone in our community spinning their wheels with a doctor for three to six months, not seeing any improvement whatsoever, because, you know, it does like my detox is probably 18 months, right? Of me detoxing this mold. So I'm not expecting overnight, but if you're working with a practitioner and you are not seeing any improvement after three to six months time, like nothing is getting better. We've got to find other doctors because in my experience, when you're working with the right person, it's not immediate. There's always, I mean, just do embracing the testing and getting everything back. It will also say, Misty, being a physician that has taken care of patients with mold toxicity, right? And working with them to get clarity. Oftentimes the challenge is overcoming the brain fog overcoming the disorganization, the lack of task management, right? Because like, if you can encapsulate them and say, okay, we're going to need to do this. And we're going to, you know, I need you to follow this protocol. And they're like, they follow it for three days and then they're not following it. So we have to look at that piece too, because there is that. And I think really is one of the challenging, and I was really blessed to have a nurse practitioner who worked with me who became a mold expert because of her genetic predisposition, toxicity, living in Waycross, Georgia, exposed to chemical toxicity as well as mold toxicity in her home where she finally had to sell everything and move out. And so, you know, very traumatic, but as a result, she had twins in her forties, you know, as clearing that stuff few of the things that we do, I definitely think binders are helpful. And your physician, I think it's very helpful to prescribe cholestyramine. And I think in moving the needle really fast, I think adding in cholestyramine in addition to charcoals, but also alternating, because when we're chelating minerals, we're chelating all minerals. So you constantly have to replace minerals back as you're moving out mold and heavy metals. So I think that's something, there's a piece of that there. And what you said is being responsible for your temple and knowing that, yeah, you can be better tomorrow. There may be some mountain we have to push through, but we can get through it and taking those Mm -hmm. responsibilities and taking those small steps and being committed to the change because it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen without your participation. You're full on type A, right? You're like, tell me something to do and I'm going to do it. I wish all my patients were like you. I know. I wish all my patients were like you. But that is so true. And that's an issue. And it's hard. And I've been in the, you know, in the brain fog space myself with all kinds of stuff and then hit with, you know, one thing after another. So I completely, from the patient standpoint too, I'm like, oh, give me some leeway here, right? You know, help me out. Just give me an injection of pill. Use your magic wand. We used to <laughs> we used to say that if I had a magic wand, what would you like to see happen? Okay, hold that image for yourself and let's take one step towards that, right? Yeah. And that's it because we think, oh, if there was just this magic wand. Oh my God, I wish there was. I mean, if I had that And every mold client is different, but I would do IV chelation, I would do ozone therapy, I would put, you know, tuck you away in a nice dry space for 30 days in a retreat center and, you know, and work on your diet, nutrition, fasting plans and focus on that. Realistically, we can't, but we can move in that direction. And that whole concept of 
of intermittent fasting, getting into autophagy, empowering your body, especially when you're fighting mold. I mean, it's like, it is a war zone because the mold's like trying to, you know, yeast, mold toxins and yeast in general are fighting for its life. But mold toxins with the biofilm, really you need like excavation done at the same time as you're repaving the cellular yeah. systems. It's probably one of the most challenging. I did have yeast too, by the way. Hand in um, hand. And they kind of go hand, hand in, in hand, hand, right? They found yeast. And so I'm doing the nasal sprays and the, the prescription to go after the yeast and, you know, all the different things just to kind of come at this from And do rectal suppositories angles. too. I mean, you can do like the Nystatin, for instance, and rectal suppositories. I mean, I'm telling you, when it comes to that, it's like... <laughs> I want to attack all ends, right? right. Let's do right. all ends. Every orifice possible. Every orifice possible. <laughs> do a, a few good colon cleanses and let's add some rectal nystatin or boric acid and let's just really work on this. I mean, there's a lot, but I mean, they think it's so powerful, but in order to heal, you have to remove the stress. And that's what I really loved about the summit that you have just coming on around the corner here. So tell our audience what they'll get when they join you in the summit. So we're actually going to unpack a lot of this. You know, the whole idea of detoxing your stress and stressors was born out of a lesson I got from an early mentor. Uh, this was, goes back to like probably 2012. He told me that there's one reason that we're sick. There's one reason, like it goes back to one thing and that's stress. And you start pulling that thread. Stress leads to the inflammation. The inflammation, you know, triggers the genetic expression of whatever it is that you're predestined to. That's, you know, your body is going to show dis-ease in whatever way that is. But for me, as a lay person, this idea that there's one reason that we're getting sick is stress was really profound. And of course, we have external stressors. We have all the life stress. And then we have the internal stressors. And the internal stressors are the things that we do the protocols for, you know, like the, the binders and different things like that. But the external stressors are a really big piece of this. And I see it not only in my life, I lost my cousin a couple of years ago to autoimmune disease. She was in her fifties. They had her on opiates and all sorts of things just to manage the pain. She was not working with any practitioners that were interested in root cause, but I know her story. And the reason why she was so sick was because of trauma. It was life trauma, childhood trauma that she had never fully resolved that was revisiting her now that her kids were gone. She was fine. Everything was fine until her kids left home. And then suddenly she didn't have the distraction anymore. And all this stuff comes up to be reckoned with. And I saw this in my father too, by the way, revisiting childhood trauma in his later years because everything else slows down. But anyway, we all have these trauma pieces and we've experienced things in our lives. And sometimes it's capital T trauma and sometimes it's little t trauma. But I have a lot of conversations with really brilliant experts who help us to unpack some of this and understand how trauma might be affecting us today. And then what are some of the tools that we need in order to confront this trauma and to actually deal with it? And how do we move through it and eradicate it? Like the whole topic is a big one, but there are simple things that you can do like the gratitude practices and meditation and heart math and breath work that can really help you to move that trauma so that your body can actually heal. It's like our nervous system. We're electrical beings and our nervous system hangs on to all these experiences. And suddenly we're just pulsing in this sympathetic trauma state all the time. And it's like the gears get stuck. And so how do we get unstuck? I really wanted to unpack that question and talk to some experts who really understand it and know how to do it so that 
we all get some clarity and some takeaways on what we can do to really change our life. And then we went the other direction with, you know, what are the internal stressors, what's happening inside of our bodies? And we talk about mold and metals and chemicals and, you know, all of the things that we know of when we think of toxicity and how it's affecting us. And then what do we do about those things? And knowledge really is power. I found in my own journey that there's times that I'll hear a talk, I'll have a conversation like I'm having with you, Dr. Anna, or with one of our colleagues, and there will be a little more so, a little something in that conversation that's like, aha, that's how I connected the dots on the metals toxicity that I experienced. And then ultimately on the mold, I really wanted to give people the opportunity to hear a lot of different perspectives communicated by different types of communicators, right? So that the things that are right for you, the thing that you need to hear and you need to apply to your life, you're going to find at this event. It's been a labor of love. I mean, you know what this is like, you know, I'm doing this because I have this burning desire to make sure that I'm sharing these resources with my tribe and community and with the natural health space at large. And, you know, I come at the conversation really differently because I am a patient, you know, I'm a lay person that's navigating this. And yes, I've learned a lot and I feel like I have tons of tools, but I'm just like the person on the other side of the screen. That's like, this is a big, scary thing. And how do we break this down into like step one, two, three, so that we can get our lives back. I love it. I love it. And I thank you for all the work you're doing. And it's how do people get to your summit? We will put links in the show notes for sure. So whether you're listening to this on Apple, iTunes, Podcast Addict, which is my favorite place, Spotify, or watching us on YouTube. Yeah, well, you can go to the Healing Rosie website, of course, healingrosie.com and see all of our resources. But I think you have a unique link, Anna, that you're going to post in the show notes and on social that will direct people to the summit. It's Radical Healing, Detox Your Stress and Stressors, launching at the end of May. We're really excited about it. And I hope everyone will take the time to sign up and come out and and learn what you can do to really reclaim your life, get your life and your energy and your brain and your body back. the pieces of the puzzle together, right? There's always more than one thing yeah. and there's something else to learn. And I was talking with my daughter, Amanda, last night, who is a new mom, mom of my first grandbaby. And so just amazing. And so we were talking about this last night and she goes, oh gosh, I make this mistake and I'm just learning this about myself and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I know, thank God I've got another 50 years to fine-tune myself, you know, at least, I hope. <laughs> so I was laughing at that there's always something to learn. And I think a few of the things, one of the biggest antidotes that we can do to stress is laughter, is to have good confidants and good like sisters and friends that can yeah. talk with you. And Misty and I were talking and, and able to like have heart-to-heart -heart conversation before we started recording. It's important to have those people in your lives, right? That you can bounce ideas off of. You're never alone. You never feel isolated. And that's when evil sets in, right? When we feel isolated, when we feel differentiated, when we feel that, you know, obstacle to connection. And that's when really there's depression, there's mood swings, there's all kinds of physical trauma. When the soul is suffering, the body is too. And so we think about these things and, and arm ourselves with information and next steps. And someone will always ask a question, that you needed to hear the answer to. And who knows what you'll learn that is absolutely the missing piece to your puzzle at this moment right now. So you guys check out Misty Williams, check out healingrosie.com and follow the link below to join her in this amazing summit. It is 
so timely right now coming through a pandemic, you know, uncertainty of flu season coming through and the war in the Ukraine and just everything that we're dealing with, the evening news, you guys turn that off. Oh, that's right. Turn it off. And join me next week again here on the Girlfriend Doctor Show. Please share this episode, spread it far and wide. This is a topic that needs to be heard and talked about. And it's often, it's not even our radar oftentimes. It's not on your physician's radar oftentimes. So help spread the word, this important information. Thank you for being here. And I love you all till next time. 